Hello and welcome to episode three of the Lucy Porter podcast. Today I am joined by Jazz. Hello. Uh, how are you, Jazz? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. It's a sunny day. The sun is shining. The Across world. The yes, the world is uh, turning. I'm alive. You're alive. We're having a great time. Um, what course are you on? I'm on animal behaviour and welfare. Lovely, lovely. Uh, what is your star sign? My star sign is Leo. Ah. Leo like the lion. That's good because we're going to be talking about animals in this podcast. But before we do that, yes, I'm excited too. (laughs) But before we do that, um, how was your week? What day are we on? Wednesday. Yeah, my week has been good so far. It's been quite productive. Um, I've actually been working on an assignment a week before the hand-in, which is not like me. Which is excellent. I'm really pleased Um, for you. So I feel like I've gone to sleep uh, with a smile on my face. Um, but yeah, we're halfway through the week. Excited to meet Phil Mitchell tonight. Yes. Um, yep, yeah, got exciting things to come. I'm yeah. very excited. You're going to ask me how my week was? Yeah, <laughs> how was your week? How rude of me. And, uh, Bailey did it on the last one. <laughs> People just don't care about my week. <laughs> my week was good. I went home at the weekend with Fiona. We had a lovely time volunteering at this theatre festival for disabled theatre groups. It was lovely, a very wholesome thing to do. It I was think. it was lovely. Um, and then this week, been busy, 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 technique, classes, you know me, always trying nice. to improve, be the best person I can be. Yes, you know, if you don't, if you believe you can achieve. You, I think you definitely can. My dad always says to me, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Andy, what a wise man. Yep. That's great words. I'm going to write that down somewhere. (laughs) So, to begin, what is your favourite animal? Well, this is a very hard question for me. A lot of people ask me this because I'm such an animal fan, but I can never come up with a definitive answer. I have many that I like for different reasons. Um, I think the animals that I love the most probably come from the rainforest, the tropical rainforest. So maybe a sloth or something like a tree frog, but... I find it really hard to decide. My favourite animal changes week by week. I like those like poisonous frogs in the rainforest. Yes, very. They're very interesting, very exciting. Haven't you adopted one of those frogs? (laughs) I actually have, believe it or not, yet. From the Jersey Devil Zoo, I have my own poison dart frog, proudly. So if you touch it, will you die? Um... Personally, if I touched it, I don't think their skin is poisonous. Um, I think they are. They have toxic uh, chemicals in them. I could be wrong. I hope there's no uh, experts listening. <laughs> but the colours on their back are more of a warning signal right. uh, for predators to say, "Look, I'm poisonous. Keep away." Keep away. And the brighter and more defined those markings are, the more toxic they will be. I do like frogs. They're um, an interesting animal. Mm. Uh, we were made Very to um, jump like a frog on a Monday night in uh, the movement and workshop. And how was that? Was that nice? It was very difficult to do as yeah. a as a five foot ten female. It was human. a very as a yeah, human. As a yeah. human, it was very hard because we're not built like frogs. We're built no, like they humans, have that perfect course. bent leg. My favorite animal is definitely a horse. My yeah. that was very that was very straightforward. 
a horse. Nice. I like them. I used to ride them. My cousins have them. Yeah. I would love to get back into riding them when I'm... They when have I'm, a lot of meaning to you. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're very special animals to me. And do you know what? Animals are so wonderful. Like, if, if I feel a bit sad or... Um, stressed out about something and Auntie Moira comes around with Poppy the dog and I stroke Poppy the dog I feel so much better afterwards I'm, I'm completely the same you know? I think I'm at my happiest when I'm surrounded by animals or learning about them and I find it I think that's probably why this is where my career path is going because I find it hard to put my finger my finger my <laughs> finger on anything else where I think yep without fail being surrounded by that will make me happy. Animals love you no matter what. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, they do. They d- they don't judge you for anything. No, like, they're just they're just themselves. unless you're my dog Izzy. Sometimes she can be a bit grumpy when I'm trying to wake her up from her afternoon nap. Izzy is a sausage dog. Yeah. What's the real? What is that the real breed? The name of the breed. A dachshund. Yeah, I could be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, sorry to our German listeners. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, yep, she's a dash hound, a sausage dog, a nice. lot of character. I feel like these are quite popular dogs at the moment, but she's nine years old, very problematic. She's <laughs> had her injuries. I've uh, met her once and she was nice to me, but then when my dad came in, she was, she's tiny, this dog, so small, and she was like barking at my dad, and my dad's like six foot five, and this dog's like, <laughs> rawr, 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 rawr. yeah, she's got a lot to say. Yes, she does. Uh, have you got any other pets? Um, I do. I have a hamster called Andy. He's currently living at our uni house now. Let's You're not... very familiar with him. I, Andy, me and Andy at first, we didn't get along very well yeah. because I'm a bit nervous around... You've been on a journey together. Yeah, I'm a bit scared of small animals. I like a big animal, you know, big dog, big horse, cows, small can whatever. Small unpredictable. Small, I'm a bit nervous around him, but... I've got better. I've been stroking him a bit more. I picked him up once, you know. He's warm to you. Yes, yes. He's um, he's he's a very loved hamster. <laughs> His cage is full of luxuries and yes. you know. He gets roast dinners on the weekend. Yeah. And he had a bit of my tuna pasta last night. He enjoyed that. <laughs> A lovely, healthy diet for Andy the hamster. <laughs> I mean, he gets his veggies. Don't worry, friends. <laughs> um, what is your least favorite animal? Um, when I say this, I, I would never wish any harm on any animal, whether it be my least favourite or not, but I cannot stand octopi, an octopus. I mean, obviously you've got a stuffed toy, but I've had many, many nightmares about them. I'm not sure how it's come about, but I've seen lots of those videos where they can fit through holes. So octopus octopuses, octopi, <laughs> they can fit through holes that are only as big as their beak. So their little mouth part, their whole body can fit through a tiny little hole. So there's videos of them leaking onto boats and stuff. And to me, that's that's quite disgusting and disturbing. And I mean, I think they're very, uh, very amazing. But I still just, I would not like to be around one. Well, no. it's interesting you say that because I really like octopuses, octopi. <laughs> um, and I have a giant purple stuffed octopus on my it's not real stuff it's a teddy bear on my it's, <laughs> it's not taxidermy yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, a stuffed toy um i really like them they have like is it nine hearts or nine brains or something there's something weird about them that i really love they're very alien-esque i like yeah aliens. yeah i'll have to check that fact they make me feel slightly uneasy i wouldn't like to be in the presence of an octopus yeah. but you know 
<laughs> Each to their own. Yeah, because my least favourite animal in in the whole of the animal kingdom is snakes. I really? cannot. That, I feel like that's a very reasonable oh, least favourite animal. I have this I have a fear sometimes when I'm on the toilet that one's gonna come out and bite me on the ass. Yeah, I completely see that. I The horrible ugh, I ugh. do I like them. I think they're very interesting how they can move with no legs and ugh. that fascinates me and also all their different markings, but yes no. um <laughs> I no. don't really like to see snakes as pets. No. At all because I feel like Actually. yeah, snakes are very long. And it's, as a pet, like, having it as a pet, it's very hard to achieve a, an enclosure that would be long enough for it to mm. stretch out. So they always seem to be rolled up. Um, and I'm not doubting the people that look after their snakes, but I just... makes just something about it. But, no, I do think snakes are very fascinating. Have you watched that film, Snakes on a Plane? I have. That's one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> I would not... I'd, be, I'd just see it and probably have a heart attack and die yeah. because... Like an I'm a celeb when they oh, go all over oh, you. No. It's the, I think it's the scales and the teeth. They're not slimy, though. They're com- you know, snakes are They're very soft. dry, weirdly dry. Well, apparently, when I was a young child at Flamingoland, I stroked one. Oh, but really? um, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, and I will never be going near a snake ever again. No trips to Flamingoland. Absolutely not. Have you been to Flamingoland? No, but I've seen it advertised. I remember asking my mum if I could go there. Yeah, no, it's good. It's like uh, Alton Towers of the North. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They have that gravity ride where you lay down and it's like you're flying. Oh, yes, yes. They I didn't go on that though. Alton Towers. Uh, what else they got? Um, I'm not really a big roller coaster fan. I'm not really into that. Oh, I see. I am. I I get terrified, and before I go on, I'm like, oh my god. It's like, thrilling. I'm though, having isn't a little, it? you know, tantrum in the corner with my dad. <laughs> like I'm not going on, and then as soon as I get off, I'm like, wow, did all of you yeah. see that? Um, I do. I haven't been in ages, though. I would love to go to a theme park. I'm mm. kind of about a two-hour drive from any yeah, of the big me ones. me too, me too. Do you know, I love Disneyland. I've never oh. been. I'm still yet to go. No. Oh, not even for the rides. I just like the magical atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I I mean, I wasn't never grown up as a Disney person, but I do. I am a big fan of Disney. Pixar, Monsters, Inc. is yeah, my favourite film. It is. Um, so I feel like I would appreciate it, but I've had some people not mentioning any names uh, say that I'm not worthy of going to Disneyland because I haven't seen all the OG films but I feel like my parents are to blame that's brutal no you are still worthy I mean Walt Disney would never turn anyone away no I would know. hope not um, have you ever been attacked by an animal <laughs> well my sausage dog um, <laughs> when I was in Costa Rica mm-hmm. I was working with the spider monkeys yes so they had a lot of primates there that um, only the trained people that worked at the centre could deal with because, um, you know, they were quite temperamental and could be a bit dangerous. Um, some of them had been abused or, you know, kept as illegal pets, mm. so their behaviour was quite unpredictable. But they had these spider monkeys and we could go into their... Um, we could go into their enclosure. We literally had to go in with boots and gloves on and sweep the floor and give them their uh, leaves and everything and one of them jumped on my head and then just started to claw me I think he got a bit stressed out and I remember being really still and everyone was panicking but no he was fine in the end but were you fine yes yes I was fine I had I had to go get some cream put on my neck and stuff but you know I'd had all my jabs yeah (laughs) so I was okay but um no I that was still a very beautiful monkey I think I had my hair in a bun 
So I don't know if he wanted to Maybe play or he something. He thought you were like a tree. He just leaped on my head. But I mean, it's quite. I'm glad to say that I've had a spider monkey leap on my head. I'm quite pleased about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, I've not had any any big attacks. No. Working with um, lots of dogs, I've never had any bites or anything apart from my own dog and cats that I've seen in the street that don't want to be stroked. No. I don't think I've ever been attacked per se by an animal. I think I've been nearly bitten by a horse a few times. Really? You know, nearly been kicked. I a imagine few that times. would take a few chunks out of your arm. Yeah, no, the yeah. Um but I've never been attacked, so I'm pretty okay. But I feel like Andy nearly bit me once. You know, so he, when we first got him, I that's my own fault. I tried to wake him up to play with him and he <sighs> gave me a little nibble, but you know, we'll push that aside. Yeah, he was sleeping. He was sleeping. <laughs> so Jazz um, goes abroad to work with animals and I go abroad to work... Well, I went abroad to work with children and I think that's my mistake. Maybe I should have been going to work with the animals and not the kids and then I won't they be traumatised. <laughs> yes. Um, so you've been to Costa Rica and you've been to South Africa. Yep. To work with... Two very different places. Yeah, you worked with the Big Five last summer, which looked like an amazing it time. It was. It was the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. so far um wonderful what a wonderful experience um i would love to go on a safari but i'm just not really i don't i'm not well i am i love animals but i'm not passionate about it like you like you, yeah. you live for the animals you yeah know. i do i do live for the animals for anyone whether you're a massive animal fan or not being immersed in in their own environment and mm. being able to see you know where they walk and it's so different to a zoo like it's not artificial you're sort of on their territory I think there is something very wonderful and wholesome about that and where I went in Africa we would just be driving around the game reserves and you know we wouldn't it wouldn't be like definite that we'd see an animal but I thought that was quite nice about it they were roaming free yes and if we got to chance to see one that would be good as well um but yeah lots of people would come and visit there and see the animals and did you stuff. ever watch Wild at Heart every Sunday night on ITV. I, I wasn't. I was an avid watcher of Wild at Me Heart. Me too. Yeah, that was that very was, good. It was great. You know, the the day before you go back to school. Yeah. The last thing I'd watched before Sunday bed. night blues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Wild of Heart theme song, and you yeah. know you've got to get your school bag ready. Packed, everything packed, ready for the next day. Have you got any fun animal facts? Because I mean, I'm not very. I love animals and things, but I'm not very knowledgeable about them. Whereas you're degree is literally learning about animals and yes um through the week fans the girls have been making uh, a video for their course about megafauna and yep. i've been really intrigued and i'm ready to to learn about that and watch the video when it's edited so i'm excited for that this is a hard one i don't think i have any that i can think of on the spot shall i i'll google some because yeah. i want to check the octopus thing um fun octopus facts here we go oh here we go octopuses are ocean creatures that are most famous for having eight arms and bulbous heads (laughs) um they have three hearts i said eight hearts i didn't actually know that to be honest they have three hearts and blue blood they squirt ink to deter predators and being boneless they can squeeze into or out of tight spaces that's your fear isn't it yeah Right, let's see what other fun animal facts there is in the world. The heart of a shrimp is located in its head. Yep, I, I did do a dissection. 
Did you have a shrimp? Yeah. Was that difficult because they're quite small? Yeah, we also did one of a of a locust, which is even smaller. Um, but no, they they make us put it under a microscope. It's very precise. A snail can sleep for three years. I think I would love to do that too. To be I honest. don't know how true this is, but when I was in Costa Rica, we were doing sloth facts, and they sloths grow algae on their backs because they don't move very far and. Uh, they just lay around and the algae that has been found on their backs some strain of it has been found to have cancer curing properties oh wow now I'm just speaking from word of tongue but (laughs) (laughs) word of tongue (laughs) word of mouth (laughs) (laughs) but yes I I I think that was very interesting to me I this might be very controversial but I think that with the technology that we have in this world today they're might very well possibly be a cure somewhere but yeah. pharmaceutical companies make a lot of money on Ooh. I know I know sorry fans sorry it's got a bit deep sorry uh, well, that's, uh, that's it's very um, it's, I, uh, I hear people say this I, I've i been very two minds because I think the amount we can do and obviously cancer has been around for a very long yes, time of course unfortunately and it's obviously a very big umbrella term, mm. but they're just everything. They just don't seem to have a cure yet, no. do they? They can treat it, but they don't know what cures it. But I I think half of me is like, yep, yeah, you know, they must have something. But the other mm. half was like, why would they let this many people suffer? But the world is a bad place sometimes, you know. It is, definitely. Well, on that note, slugs have four noses. Oh, we actually had some slugs in our bathroom yeah. the other day, so that was really nice. It's nice to see them when I go for my nighttime <laughs> toilet visit. Yes, and they're we love rolling around the sink. We uh, love student housing. <laughs> gosh, as long as they don't come near my bedroom. Oh gosh, I'm on the ground floor, so most likely they'll be maybe slithering about in this room. You never know. Um, have you ever been alpaca walking, Jazz? I have, funnily Ooh. enough. Yep, yeah, I went with my family last easter nice because um i for tom's christmas present i bought him alpaca walking uh, so lovely. we're gonna go when it gets a bit warmer and i the alpacas are really nice i i really enjoyed it. it was it was a nice thing to do um the lady we walked them with was very protective of her alpacas really so my brother is obviously not an animal person no he's um so if he were, he was not walking them correctly, she was getting quite annoyed. And really? At one point, his alcap- alcap- alpaca tripped off the curb. And, oh, no. You know, it was very... I mean, I don't know how it would be in all of the places, but we wasn't allowed to look at them in the face. And, what? Um, and we, you shouldn't really... I know, like, some people said, don't look them directly in the no, eye. No, that was it. You couldn't look at them in the eye. You had to let them stop so they could roll in the sand. It was oh. all a bit... It wasn't as... Um, you know, relaxed and scenic because I always really? pictured, you know, galloping through a meadow with a <laughs> hacker. It was very like structured. Because they do that funny leap when they <laughs> yeah, run, don't they? That's what I was hoping, yeah. but no, the alpaca didn't seem that keen. But at the end, when we were giving them our apples that we were told to provide <laughs> and bread, <laughs> they were screaming at us and were definitely keen. I've never heard a noise like was it. it a, what, the alpacas? Yeah. Oh, wow. When they saw we had apples and bread. Oh my day. Couldn't bread. Get enough of it, yeah. They were loving it. Wow. Um, the place where we're going, you can. there's a gift shop, and I do love a gift shop, so I might <laughs> buy like a key ring with an alpaca on. Of course. You can buy alpaca wool, Ooh. which is quite interesting. I don't know what I'd do with it, though. Maybe make a scarf, blanket. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If you had 
one piece of advice for the people of the world about how to conserve 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 yeah the animal kingdom like about conservation or any any advice for the for the people of the world in my heart is very much devoted to animals and i know that's not the case for anyone everyone um but i think the most important thing in order to help them is to understand them mm. just to just to see how amazing they are i mean some animals you might like some animals you might not but i'm obviously a very big david attenborough fan oh yes jazz has actually met the david attenborough I did, I in, did. in the flesh that was the best day of my life i still feel very honored um i don't know how I came about to get that. It was very amazing. A regular occurrence in our house is watching <laughs> um, Blue Planet yeah. and all the David Attenborough um, documentaries. And I feel like he sort of delivers that very well and just mm. puts, just sort of shows how great animals can be and how, you know, important they are to us. And Because they were here before, a long, yeah, for a long definitely. time before humans were. I know, and it, it makes me so sad about how... The animal kingdom is declining rapidly, oh, but so I think sad. I think in order to help, just to understand and just you know doing little things, you don't have to take these massive steps. And you know, I think the most of the change will happen in the big like governments and yeah. stuff. There's not loads that we can do in our power, but just to understand them and you know love and appreciate them yes. and how wonderful they are. That's I that's always, always think a big thing. If you give out kindness to every creature of the universe, you will get kindness back. I completely agree. I yes. think animals have all, like, obviously not so much humans, but, like, when, when I work with dogs, I just think they have all this love, love to give me and they yes. don't even know me. And I, I just think that they're very pure things mm. and and very wonderful. We can learn a lot from them. Absolutely. Wow, what a wonderful chat. But now we have to move on to the dilemmas section of the podcast. So today's first dilemma is I have always wanted to have a lovely quiet life and own a cake shop. However, I feel as though this would be a waste of my criminology degree. Please help. Well, firstly, I'm not sure how quiet your life would be owning a cake shop. You know, you've got the stress of overheads, you've got your bills, you've got nasty customers. Yeah, burning, fires, lecky bill. Yeah, but I think if... That is a very beautiful dream and it's a sweet whether you've dream. done your degree or not i feel like you need to if that's in your head and that's what you want to do i think work towards it's it it's like as long as you're good at baking yes. cakes though <laughs> get on great british bake off that'll be good <laughs> but it's like my grandma always says um when i passed my driving test even though i didn't i didn't have a car or anything she was like you've still got that qualification for the rest of your life exactly even though you're not using it now you can use it in the future so this degree that the criminology degree you you, you won't lose the knowledge that you've learned exactly. from that you can and it's always on paper once yeah, you've done it you can apply it to anything so I hope your dream goes well. Give us an invite to your cake shop one day. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a slice or two. I love cake and a cup of tea. Yeah, a That'd red velvet. Nice. Oh. Maybe if you get that on the menu, then I'll be all for it. Don't tease me like that. Mm. <laughs> I like a bit of cream cheese on cake. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Creme fresh. I feel like that can be quite controversial, making cream, cream cheese frosting. But cheese I think, cake? Mm. Yeah, I think it's very... Mm. I mean... I, I can no longer have that due to oh, my no. lactose intolerance. You but should, yes. I'm hoping they'll bring out a tasty 
lactose-free cheesecake. Who That'll knows? be nice. Maybe I'll buy it for you. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, the next one is, people keep stealing my food. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should, like, put your... N- if you have, like, Tupperware, put right in mar- permanent marker your name on it. Pause off. Do not touch. Or put write a thing and say, this food has gone off. Don't touch. <laughs> no one will want that. But that's so silly because why wouldn't you put gone off food into the bin? Why would you keep it? Uh, that is yeah, a- they might be doing you a favour and chuck your food away. Yes. Oh, well, it's very difficult because in our house we're very liberal. We're like, what's yours is mine with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, sharing is always caring. Maybe it's more sharing than stealing. <laughs> who knows but as long as they replace what they've stole that's the, yeah. all that matters i think it's personally. a two-way thing yeah if you're gonna take it you've got to replace it you know i hope that helps and i hope that people stop stealing your food the next one is an unpopular opinion and i'm a bit disappointed and shocked about this and i've not even i've not even read it out loud it is i think i can't even it's, it's really hurting my feelings i think Peaky Blinders is shit. Oh. No, I'm sorry. You're wrong. You're wrong. That Ooh. is the wrong. <laughs> I love the Peaky... I mean, the... I, I I'm did... in love with Thomas Shelby, but I yes. think I'm in love with the power and the money and yeah, this and status they make smoking look cool, <gasps> don't they? But smoking is bad, fans. You don't smoke because you kill yourselves doing that. Yeah, you do. But I think it's a very very strong characters yeah. it's quite different to the series as they're out at the minute but I, I will admit the first three series I absolutely loved I got to four and mm. five the new one I just couldn't keep up I'd... well the writing is great the yeah. script is great the characters are so solid the performances that these people are delivering to us is exceptional I can't even believe that people wouldn't like it's quite violent. I think I think that's um yeah. that's one thing I would say that it's a little bit violent and I do sometimes have to close my eyes and it's a bit a little bit naughty in some parts if you know what I mean. But we all love a bit of that, don't we? Yeah, especially from Mr. Shelby. I mean, oh. we like a bad boy, don't we? Do. we? But, you know, we all like what we like and we don't like what we don't like. So, you know, but you are wrong. <laughs> uh, the next one is um, how do I get that song from this from the series Sex Education out of my head? When I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, I don't want anybody. Yeah, I did really love that series, actually. Uh, to be honest, I did not. Really? It was a bit much for me. A bit too sexual. A bit too um, explicit. I always think you can make um, what's the word suggestions of things happening rather than explicitly showing but that then, thing happening yeah yeah i see what you mean but then i do feel like while it is a comedy show i do feel like especially in the second series they did deliver some very important messages, messages. yeah of course um and i thought that was very good yeah i enjoyed watching it um i do see what you mean though. i think for some for you know the faint-hearted it could be a little bit too much it's sure. uh, personal it's not taste i would watch with my mum put it absolutely that way. not no way no no um but to get that song out of your head i suggest listening to another really annoying repetitive song maybe um i mean pain i need a painkiller get me yeah. to the disco that's a banging yeah, song that is, um, yeah <laughs> i hope that helped okay the next one love looks not with the eyes but with the mind 
Therefore, is winged Cupid plain, painted, painted blind? That is a very um, tongue Yeah, we got to unpack that. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. So love is blind. Okay. Yes. Therefore, is winged Cupid painted blind? Yeah, maybe he is blind. I'm not very familiar with... Is it the Renaissance? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mythology, Renaissance, all of that stuff. Um, Cupid, if, we're taught, if we think Cupid is real, then Cupid just knows who will be compatible. Yeah. Um, but I think, I always think maybe there's a really attractive person, but if they've got a really unattractive personality, no, yeah, you, you become an ugly person yeah, to I, me. Yeah, I agree with that. I think yes. there's people where if I know they've done something wrong or, you know, they're they're not a very good person, I, I struggle to find them attractive. Yeah. Like, I struggle, struggle to see that attraction in their looks anyway. Mm. Um, but sometimes when when someone has a wonderful personality, that makes them even more attractive, you yeah, know? definitely. So I hope that unpacked that for you. The next one. Casting types in theatre, please exclamation mark we need more roles for plus size women without stating that they're plus sized so when you watch a lot of telly do you what do you think you see a lot of the same sort of people or do you think there's more uh, there's a lot of diversity within theatre and TV because you I go to the theatre a lot I don't but... really I don't really watch a lot of telly but the telly I'm watching is obviously things like Love Island which is very generic oh. This, don't, I don't want to get you triggered. Don't get me started on Love um, Island. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think there is enough diversity as as much as there could be. And then when there is diversity, they're trying to make this big stance. Like, look, we yeah. have diversity. They should just have it anyway. Just have it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, going to the theatre, and if I see a stage full of people that look very similar, I, I, the performance can be a bit dry boring predictable whatever if i see a stage full of bodies that are real and different and look different and they the way that they perform everyone brings something different within their own bodies so i think yeah we should i think the theater has always been very traditionally in the past you have to sort of look a certain way or whatever but times are changing times are changing and and 2020 things are things are changing i think mainstream cinema and things like that need to change a bit quicker though whereas you know plays and things like that they do have a bit more um uh, a bit more of a diverse cast you know but yeah i think also we shouldn't put labels on people people are just people why do you have to buy plus size clothing why can't you just buy clothes why do you have to buy petite clothing you can just buy clothes do you know what i mean yeah i, I get you it's, it's a hard a one a i mean i'll do another podcast on that on body image maybe another day. yes another day the next one <laughs> how do we bring down the bourgeoisie <laughs> No comment. <laughs> this is something that keeps me up at night. Yes, this is something that, within my degree, we love to uh, talk about. I'm you not know. even sure what it is, to be quite so honest. The, traditionally, the bourgeoisie were the middle class factory owners, oh. landowners. So the people that are doing well we out of them. the people that are doing well out of capitalism, uh, would I would say are the bourgeoisie. That is a very very um, intricate 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 question to try to answer 
uh, I mean, maybe we should like overthrow the government, start a revolution, viva la France, you know, um, get the guillotine back. And that was a joke. I shouldn't say things like that out loud. Guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it. Have you got any dilemmas? Because I know you put on your story. Yeah, I'll have a check, but I didn't check. get a great response. No, I mean, I'm a bit disappointed, fans. This week, there's not been many, but thank you to the ones that did um, contribute. Um, so? I mean, maybe people don't have many dilemmas this week, which is good, which is a good thing. So I had one uh, saying, guys keep thinking I'm hitting on my best friends, even though I'm gay. How can I prevent this? Well... I don't think you can prevent it. You just need to make it... You just need to say, look, love, I'm gay. (laughs) I think... I mean, obviously, this isn't helping the dilemma. But part of me thinks, you know, hats off to them boys slightly. If they think that, you know... They're just jealous of you, babe. If they think that you're, you know, harassing these girls in some way, obviously, you might not be. And they're saying to you, oh, leave them alone quite good on the boys part maybe for looking out for some girls yes, but obviously yes. they the they don't know is... your sexuality from the eyeball maybe um wear a badge or <laughs> <laughs> write it on your forehead yep <laughs> um well i think um they're probably just jealous that you you get to hang around with some beautiful ladies you know <laughs> you know um but yeah, you. I mean, as long as you don't get into a fight, you'll be fine. You just need to say, "I'm not hitting on them." I just like be boys. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're interested in you. M- maybe that is really a twist in the tail. That's the tea. That is the tea. The last dilemma or question. This is a question. What is the best side dish? Ooh. Well, to be honest, I just prefer a solid start, a main, and dessert. You know. But with side like chips or a side of curly fries, I I'm a big fan of something cheesy like a cheesy garlic bread. Oh god, yeah. Camembert. Oh, Oh. don't even get me started. I'll be down Sainsbury's in ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even tease me about cheese like that. I like olives. Yeah, but I've had to force myself to like olives because I never used to like no, them. No, I'm exactly the same. It went, I went through a period of time where I'd eat them and be like, is this gross or is this nice? <laughs> I'd still eat them. <laughs> yes, if you force yourself, you will always win. Side <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what I don't really know what, what onion rings. I hate onion really? rings. Really? No, I can't stand them. I'm quite easy. There's not a lot of food that disgusts me. Chicken wings. <laughs> oh, yes. Get me down to Wing Wednesday. Wing Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe we can go... Uh, litty kebab tonight oh god um <laughs> i think maybe just some classic house fries house might be fries. a good side dish for you to stick to what are them dirty fries you oh can get yeah dirty fries but i feel like as a side dish that might overpower your main main course what about like i was gonna say garlic mayo but that's just sauce <laughs> <laughs> i love garlic mayo with all my heart and soul and body and mind how is your body mind and soul mind body and soul mind body and soul uh mind should have asked you that at the beginning my mind i'm content at the moment i feel like i'm getting my work done nice um life is moving very fast quicker than i can keep up with um but i'm happy nonetheless Mm. so what is soul how do you sum that up like the inner zenness. My how, inner zen. How are your chakras doing? Are they okay? Um, yeah, they're okay. I'm, you know, just I'm just finding that zen at the moment. I'm I'm happy, but then I feel like, you know, it's all got to even itself out. 
Um, and that's fine. I'm surrounded by very beautiful people. Um, very good things happening. Um, my body, yeah, I'm feeling all right. I feel like I could eat more veg. Mm. Um, I love a bit of I'm veg. sleeping at the moment. I'm, yeah, but yeah, things are good. What about it's you, good. mind, body, cell? Give us a mind, lowdown. Mind, a little bit stressed, but, you know, you just got to work through it. Just, I, I've written a list so I can know what I need to do because if I don't write it down, it's not happening. Yeah. Mind, uh, body, I'm aching a little bit, you know. You know me. That's from all the working out. <laughs> from all the little bits of exercise that I've been trying to do and the technique classes are quite uh, demanding, but so enjoyable. And my soul is so good. I feel very zen. I feel in a good place this week, you know. That's good. That's I fake good tanned. Know. I'm feeling sexy for Excited tonight. Excited for tonight. Yeah. yeah, me too. Feeling great. We're going to have a great night. Hope you all have a great week, fans. We have. We are coming to the end of the podcast now. Thank you, Jacinta. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's um, been a pleasure. No, the pleasure is all mine. (laughs) (laughs) What? How should we say goodbye? Do you know any languages? Because last week we did French. The week before I did like Spanish, I think. Um. What about like Alfreda saying that's German? Um. How can we say goodbye? What did you do? Any GCSE languages? Yes, I failed. (laughs) Maybe we'll get something, maybe Jamaican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Google it. Google that. Um, how to say goodbye. Or maybe an Indian. Yeah, because you are... To celebrate my heritage. An eighth Indian. Alvida. Alvida. <laughs> Alvida fans. Alvida. Thanks for listening. Bye.